Oh, hi. Oh, hey, I didn't see you there. Yeah, wow. That that water wasn't very deep, was it? No, it we bumped our noggins. Well, well, welcome to episode three of The Shallow End. Welcome back, folks. Um, episode three. Yeah. Yeah, it... Um, it's our third episode, but if we're following the yeah okay naming convention that we've already set all right. up, so episode zero yeah was really episode one yes, and then episode two was, was actually in, in two parts, <laughs> but, it but it was episode, episode one. It's <laughs> a terrible system. Well, yeah, <laughs> it's a terrible system that we created. Yes. So as of now. We are officially designating this episode three. Okay. And from here on out, we will count like normal human beings. Or we'll try. We'll try. At the very least. Yeah. But if the tech fails us, then we will have a 3.5 or so whatever. So be it, yeah. Um, so this is episode three. Yes. What's this episode about again? Well, for our fans out there who've listened to, <laughs> to episode three, one zero zero no i'm actually okay. talking about okay okay one. yep one part episode two. one and episode one part two see this is why i had to change oh, god. it so stupid. the last episode part two of the last <laughs> there episode you go. we actually re- did a sneak peek reveal of what this episode yeah is about. i know we we did tell them but um most of them didn't listen to it <laughs> oh, that's a call out for all the people who won't be hearing it right they are right, not listening right so everybody that is, we let's all laugh at them right now. No. Okay. I don't want to laugh at my future fans. Okay. We, we, We've we, got to convert leaving, them. We're leaving the door open. A oh, bit. there's another little. <gasps> co- We've got to convert them, Rebecca. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why is converting them so on topic today, Dad? Um. Well, because this episode. Well, I'm not going to talk about that now. I'm going to oh. first talk about all our future sponsors. Oh. Well, we could go on for hours. You uh, know. <laughs> I just want to update everybody because we're so tech savvy right now. By the way, we just spent an hour trying to... More than... Yeah, yeah. I know. Trying to troubleshoot uh, sexy new tech. That doesn't work, by the way. <laughs> hey. Um and you're it listening, you're listening if works. you're listening, you're listening to us on one speaker. Nice and crisp. <laughs> we are right next to each other on a sofa. And that's great. I mean, that's we like that. Um, <laughs> being next to each other is uh our preferred way of having conversations. But true, that's true. The tech not working is not preferred. Less than ideal. Yeah. But I also want to point out that the shallow end is now listened to by literally tens of shallow friends. Shallow friends. (laughs) That's good. So I came up with this idea that uh, the shallow end, our fans. Wow, we're already. Should we ever have any. We're already naming them. Are going to be called shallow friends. Okay, cool. Because they're not really our friends. No, no. It's spelled F-R-E-N-Z. Oh, for the youths. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know how hip I am. <laughs> you know how hip we both are. Right? Mm-hmm. We got so much hip. Between uh, yeah, the both of us. You're the one with busted hips. I know. I, like a golden retriever. All right. 
So, but we have to admit, this is a friends and family thing right now, and we appreciate all of you listening. Thank you yes, so much. Thank you. It makes our little hearts happy. It fills us with joy. Yeah. And uh, we really appreciate Maggie pumping up our listens by putting us on repeat. Uh, keep on she smashing actually... that repeat button Here's... for us, Mags. <laughs> Here's a little peek behind the curtain. She actually did text us, what, yesterday? Yeah. She texted us yesterday, when is the next episode? I'm waiting eagerly. <laughs> <laughs> She's like our only actual fan. <laughs> I know. But also, she, another sneak peek, she will be our first official She will. Guest. Yes. Although I wouldn't call her a guest. She is my darling little sister. Right. So. And we're going to record that next week. Next week. So. So lots of content coming, you guys. Now he we're really pumping it up for you. Um, also, we are so sophisticated. We're uh, our our little Zencaster friends have helped us put the um, put the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and the Zencaster platform. So we're basically. Anywhere you want to put noises into your ear holes? Yeah. It, to put it the worst way that we possibly could. Why not? Why would you put it any, any better? That's fair. Um, okay. At least we're consistent. All right. So obviously between tech and attracting an audience, everything's already gone off the rails. <laughs> so we might as well just go right into now the, the actual possible. topic. Wait, I thought you were going to talk about our sponsors. Oh, yeah. We do have a sponsor. Yeah. No, I, we, we talked about future sponsors. Yeah. But Don't you want to talk about that? Um, yeah, we should talk about our- Dream sponsors. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how much I can reveal because I think the lawyers are still working out the oh, details. Oh, okay. This is an active case. Yeah. But um, we hope to have a sponsor that we can talk about officially on the next podcast. It's a it's an unofficial sponsor right now. Okay, cool. Which is why I'm not going to give him free. I mean them. Them free. Whoever it may be, we don't know yet. Yeah, yeah, whatever. We do. So let let's let's go off the rails and talk about religion. Yeah, this one's about religion. This one's about religion. Um, We don't really have a a goal. We're not trying to convert anyone. Well, or I certainly am not. Or. Or unconvert you True. to your faithful listeners. True. Um, we're just going to talk about religion yeah. and see what we can come up with. We're going to chit-chat. Yeah. So what do you think about religion, Rebecca? What do I think about it? Yeah, just, yeah, in just like in general. Um, Hit it. Like go crazy. I, I mean, it's fine. It's, <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> it's, I, okay. I'm not like a religion hater. It's great for some people, and I respect that. You know, go crazy, go stupid. It's just not personally for me. How were you raised? How was I raised? Give us a little context around that very cynical, very youthful perspective. Oh, is it cynical? I don't think it's cynical. I think... Bro, whatever you want. No, no, Believe no. it. For my generation, I would say I'm the less cynical side of opinions on religion. Because I'm not like religion is dumb and only harms people. Okay. Which some people believe. We might be currently living in a household. We might be currently living in a household <laughs> with a few of them. Um, 
Um, how I was raised? Well, I was raised Catholic. Were you? <laughs> yeah, this By is whom? your fault. You did this to me. Okay. I'm kidding. It was fine. I didn't. I mean, it was fine. It was, we were, uh, you still are Catholic. Don't shake your head at me. <laughs> Let me talk about me. <laughs> okay, sorry. Let you talk we were about you. Catholic and for a lot of my childhood homeschooled, which I feel like made the Catholicism just exponentially worse. Because <laughs> I was... Super special Catholicism. Very echo chambery, I would say. Because also, the other homeschool families that we interacted with were also very Catholic. Like, big Catholic families with biblical names for every one of their children. Like, that kind of Catholic. But you came out of it with such a but great I, wardrobe. But- You don't like denim skirts? Oh my god! All right, wraps every day. All right, I I don't need to say awful things. But like, I I went through the whole thing. Like, I I was baptized. I had first communion. I was confirmed when I was thirteen. All of the things. Yeah. Was that um, to you in your experience of that? Was that religion in your experience or was it culture? Yeah, that's a good question. Wow. Oh, hey, I got a... a, mm. No. Okay. Um, That's a good question because I would say I never really went, like, did any of these things, went to any of these events, like, thinking that I was actually communing with a god. Like, I was never actually believing any of that stuff. Okay. Like confession for me wasn't telling God my sins and being forgiven by him. It was going and telling Father Jim, who I'd known my entire <laughs> life, <laughs> that I had lied to my parents and feeling very afraid of what he would say to me. Okay, that's interesting. And it, did that help, though? Did you feel? No, it was no. awful. <laughs> it was awful. Okay. It was horrible. Okay. okay, so that just tells me you were you were actually born to be a Protestant. Yeah. I'm, no, no, gonna, no, no, no. I've that's been, not what I mean. I've been a non-believer from birth, truly. <laughs> But you're and where no no I want to know oh. where you are now in your current so you you are um, wrapping up uh, the first part of your college career. I hate that you said first part. I don't even want to think about that. Ew. Why? I, I, I thought you're excited about. It. I'm excited about. Okay, being that's done a different conversation. Talk about religion about. right now. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, I am finishing up college finally. And how are you feeling about the role of, do you have any faith in a higher power? Hmm. Um, yes and no. Okay. I would say I have faith in a power, but I wouldn't call it a higher power. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I like that nuance. Thank you. Yeah. I, I've always been like, I don't believe in God, like the Catholic God per se. Okay. Or really any other structured religions, gods that ha- that I've learned about. I've never been like, yeah, that resonates. Like, it's always just been like kind of fun stories to learn about rather than a reality that I believe. Okay. But also, and we're going to get a little hippy-dippy here. 
Do we want to get hippy dippy now, or do we want well, to just asked, tease it for later? You asked what you've my answered. Opinion. You've answered my first question. Okay, fair do enough, we want fair to enough, like maybe yeah, 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 tease yeah. that hippy dippy okay, part we'll, we'll for later? Hippy but I will say it's hippy dippy combined with science because I am a woman of science. Mm. Um. So yeah. We'll tease that for we'll later tease that too. For later. <clears throat> so how about you, Dad? Okay, Ali. I mean, um, Rebecca. <laughs> um. Okay. Because you were raised. So, so not my background, Catholic, yeah, right? I was not raised Catholic. I would, but but I grew up. So I grew up in the seventies and eighties, and I was a suburban kid, and grew up in a typical uh, Protestant. I mean, typical in the sense of like divorced parents, but church was a part of every week. I went to youth group, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. <coughs> Pardon oh. me. I was a smartass. When you say you were a smartass, I am a smartass. Thank you. <laughs> um, I uh, protested against getting confirmed in the Lutheran Church. I didn't know they had that. Yep, yep. Okay. There was a, a a step of of becoming basically an adult in the church that oh, I okay. in eighth grade, roughly eighth grade, and I I said no, I don't want to do that, and the pastor. Um, who would visit every kid. It it was kind of a cool thing. The pastor would visit every kid one-on-one in their home and say, yeah. And say, do you have any questions before you get confirmed? Do you want to have a conversation? Like, and I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to have a conversation. Let's talk. Um, And the, the big hangup I had at that point was, uh, okay, uh, Reverend man, you keep saying at, uh, at the pulpit, like, Jesus is love and we need to love everyone and we need to accept everyone and blah, 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 blah. And then when you're teaching us uh, as children and leading us into confirmation prep, you're telling us to make sure that our friends are all believers Ah. and to not hang out with people who might be bad influences. Mm, I'm like, how am I supposed to be like Jesus if I'm just around people like me? Checkmate. And it bugged me a lot, the inconsistency, yeah. the hypocrisy. Yeah. And by the way, I'm 51 now. No, I'm not yet. I'm 51 in a month. <laughs> Almost exactly. Almost exactly. Um, the idea that hypocrisy wouldn't exist in any human endeavor <laughs> is like some ideal that's unrealistic. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, that was me in eighth grade. Um. It was a big problem. I, I pretty, I don't actually remember, but I'm pretty sure I wound up actually getting confirmed in the Lutheran mm-hmm. Church and not, like, you know, being a rebel. Yeah, I wasn't that strong of a rebel. No. Um, but uh, I went to so went through high school, bunch of experiences that don't need to be uh, shared right now. Um, my next real step on uh, the religious kind of experience journey was in college where a, a high school friend encouraged me to go on a retreat and it was a Catholic retreat. And I knew that this friend from high school that was at our college was, um, was Catholic, knew her as a Catholic person back then. 
And I went on this Catholic retreat and all I was very conflicted at the end of that retreat because all I knew was I felt like I experienced something real that I had not experienced in any of my other experiences at churches. And so I was, that was worth exploring to me. Okay. So there was a little bit of a break there. And uh, I know I was talking about not getting confirmed or not getting confirmed. And I did wind up getting confirmed. You just said the same thing twice, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, no, no, I was talking about college. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The retreat. The retreat. So the retreat experience was one where I felt like there was something there that I had never experienced before. But I didn't like, it wasn't like a sudden conversion experience. It was a, it was a slow burn. Mm -hmm. And over the course of time, um, I wound up becoming, uh, I, I wound up getting confirmed in the Catholic church and my experience over the next whatever now 30 some years has been in the Catholic church, um, which comes with a bunch of, a bunch of experiences that, um, I don't know. There's a lot of detail there that is and is not all that interesting, (laughs) but, uh, some of it is, um, it's very personal and some of it is, um, frustrating, but I'm still Catholic. Yeah. The bottom line is I'm still Catholic. Still Catholic. Um, and I think that the easiest way to describe it, to describe me is Catholic light. Really? You would call yourself Catholic light. Why, why do you say that? Uh, because at a fundamental level, I believe that the Catholic church is the fullest. This is going to sound very trite and rote, but the fullest repository of the Christian faith. Okay. So if you're going to be Christian, you might as well be Catholic. Might as well be Catholic. <laughs> um, oh. And, and, I, and I get to that with a lot of consideration. And, I'm, a, I, and I, I'm somebody who really values and dives into history. And I love the, like, I love the history of the church. I love early, um, I, I love ancient cultures. I love, I, like, I, I, I'm not an expert in any of it. It's, this is the, this is the fucking shallow end. I don't get <laughs> deep into any of it, but I don't have a degree in any of it, but, you know, I subscribe to archeology span magazine, right? You know, like that's how nerd. big of a nerd I am. Loser. It, but I, I love the consistency and, um, the intellectual strength of a lot of Catholic positions. And I'm, um, so I, I'm still, uh, an advocate for the, the Catholic church, even though I, <laughs> I am very cognizant of the fact that anything that's been around for 2000 years is going to have, um, Humans and human influence. And humans, as we know, we are suck. fallible. We <laughs> suck. 
Which yeah. also the Catholic Church would agree with. <laughs> yes, would, would agree with. I, I think the Catholic Church maybe at its core would agree with. But the problem, like you and I agree on this, the problem with religion is that to be a religion, you, there have to be people involved. Mm -hmm. And people are dumb. And yeah. will claim to be so. This is one of my big problems with when I disagree with Catholic people, it's usually because what they're saying is not lining up with what the Catholic faith, faith actually preaches. And I'm like, you're, you, you say that you're Catholic, but what you're telling me that you believe in is not Catholic. Like, right. you're, <laughs> that's why it pisses me off a little bit. Right. No. And that's one of the things that it, it, when you, when you really dig deep in a lot of these kinds of topics, it's like, you can decide to believe in this, like these, the, the idea that it's an act of faith. Like yeah. your faith is, I believe in the big thing. And then I have to go through an act of like a bunch of rational decisions about the, the consequences in my life, yeah. about what that means to me. And I think that a lot of people believe in something that it, to like my opinion is what they believe in isn't accurate. Yeah. I'm sure that my version is not accurate either. Well, because I'm sure nobody's right. version is accurate. If, if you believe in a higher power, it means you believe in something that is so much bigger than you that it's a real tough thing to try to understand it. Yeah. So we're all just bumping around in the dark Doing trying to best. figure it out. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You said something earlier that I would love to ask you more about. You said that you think Catholicism is like, what do you say? Like the fullest. The, the, yeah. Yeah. Why do you think that? So, um, cause to the best of my knowledge, the biggest difference between Catholicism and general Christianity is, and I might be wrong, Mary. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, well, I don't believe that Mary is it because I think that certain uh, Protestant uh, versions of Christianity uh, have varying degrees of, of, of uh, respect for Mary and, mm -hmm. and some, and some don't like, yeah. but the, I think the biggest difference is the underlying understanding of, apostolic succession like the idea that the church was established and that oh there christians was a, don't believe that yeah no they don't i never knew that well they believe that jesus established his church yeah the catholic version of establishing that church and having authority on earth over the church mm. is where it's a oh, big yeah break. with the whole pope and everything. like peter as yeah. the first pope that's okay so the catholic church believes that that they are the descendant church there is of the original unbroken church chain line of of, oh. of holders of the keys. I see. Um, Wait, do we know from that moment? <laughs> do we know uh, who the second pope was? Like who? Did I mean, Peter... historically, we do know. Yeah, yeah who did I don't Peter know that. I, oh, like okay. I said, we're, we're shallow end, shallow end. Back it out. Stop it. We don't have our arm floaties on, <laughs> but. Yeah, arm floaties for <laughs> sure. As a matter of fact, someone should throw me a ring right now. <laughs> um, but I, I will say this: when I was when I was in college and w I was 
going through the, this experience of like, oh my gosh, I had it, this sense, this deep sense of something, experience of something real. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent a lot of time thinking about it and I read a lot. Yeah. Like I didn't get a degree in religion or anything like that. But one of the things I, I, I read like uh, St. Augustine, who's a father of the Catholic church is a very early Bishop in, in Alexandria. And he wrote this incredible, it's called confession. It's, it's this incredible um, public uh, confessional of his conversion to the faith and his struggle with the faith and everything else. And it like that alone was pivotal for me to understand that what was going on 2000 years ago and what's going on right now is it's the same human experience. We're all just trying to figure it out. And we have the same, we're second guessing ourselves all the time. The idea that there is a higher power that has a goal for us is a real struggle for me. Really? Yeah. Why? Big time. I, so Okay. Now yeah, we're gonna get, get into it. Put put those floaties on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am okay with the idea that there's a higher power. There's a it's sort of like you were saying, like it's out there that maybe something bigger is is there, and we're all trying to understand what it means. Um, I'm just not sure that the creator of the universe is all that interested in one little ant on the ant hill trying to bring one little tiny cube <laughs> of sugar up into the ant hill. Okay. So I like that's the thing that I always struggled with cuz I love thinking about these mass like big picture things. Yeah. And when you look at the big picture, it's hard to imagine how we're relevant. Yeah. Why does he care? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and I have also had the same struggle with both the Catholic God, but also like, like what I said earlier, I I do believe that there is some sort of power, mm-hmm. but not necessarily higher. Like I don't believe that it is a deity that we should be worshiping. I don't think okay. that that like the idea of it being a higher power implies that there's a caste system here that I don't. So what is with. that power to you? I okay. Okay, here we go. Can we get into the hippie? Yeah, hippie? I mean, I just gave you like okay. a bunch of rambling <laughs> BS about Catholicism and how bad I am at it. So Here are some things that I know. We're all made up of atoms, and the way that atoms talk to each other, the language of atoms is through the exchange and sharing of electrons. And electrons are just energy. Mm-hmm. So the idea that people can pick up on energy in the world, I 100% believe it because that's probably what's happening. Like energy, quote unquote, vibes, like the hippie stuff like that at the base level, I feel like I do agree with. I think there's science that backs that up. Like that makes sense to me. So that's more accessible to you than creator of the universe. Yeah, than a personified power. I feel like the power, like I think, personifying the power that I think every human feels at some level. And that's why there's 
such a global pervasion? 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 Is that the word? I prefer the word perversion. Perversion. Yeah, I almost said that, but I knew that one was wrong. (laughs) You know, like, there's a bajillion religions. Every major culture has had one. I feel like there's a reason for that. I think there are a couple of reasons for that. Yeah, I was going to say. But I feel like one of the reasons. (laughs) We could talk about that for a while. Is that we all can kind of feel like, okay, there's probably something bigger than our tiny, dumb human brains Mm -hmm. at work here. But where I am like, eh, probably not, is where that energy or power is given a personality Mm -hmm. that is very human. Right. That feels very egotistical to me. Okay. Like, why would it be a a human type, emotional, loving, right. powerful, like it cares about us? Why would it care about us? Do you care about all of the millions, bajillions of bacteria that live on your body? Do you oh, know gross. each one by name? Do you care about their oh, lives? No, you don't. No, I want them all you don't gone. Care. Well, they help you. They keep you alive. I know. Okay. It's all about gut health, there Rebecca. Are, oh my God, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think you're, uh, yeah. That's kind of where I'm at uh, currently in my life. And it will probably change. But I do like that because um, that's, I, I, I absolutely, I, I wouldn't say I'm completely off that kind of uh mentality i would say that i have a little bit of i I mean i've got a lot more years uh and i haven't i haven't really figured it out but i do think that uh i always fall back on this from the christian philosophy um that this understanding that humans are made in the image and likeness of God. <clears throat> and I think that that's a, a, a concept worthy of intense thought. What does it mean to be made in the image and likeness of the creator? And so wh- whether you believe in the personified force that like is, is a, a single entity. Yeah. I think that there's an interesting, even if it's just us, us humans making that up and understanding that we were created to create is a pretty cool philosophical idea. Okay. And I, I don't think it's unique to Christianity in that sense, like that, the sense of like being made in the image and likeness of a, of a, of a higher being. But I think it's valuable, and I, I brings me to the idea that as human beings across millennia, somebody has an opinion over there. <laughs> I think there. that was cats. <laughs> we had we do have cats here, by the way. So you may uh, every once in a while hear. There are five in this building yeah. right now. Oh, okay. That's so many cats. Okay. So many cats. <laughs> it's a good thing there's no smell a vision going on right now. It doesn't smell that bad. Oh, okay. Anyway, um, the the fact that so many of us, regardless of our cultural backgrounds, our religious backgrounds or anything like that, 
that there are so many consistencies yeah. in the origin stories and like religions have so much consistency that it tells me something about the human experience. Either we're programmed because we are created by somebody or our experiences and our little mammalian brains react to them the same, those experiences the same way. And so we create the same types of stories over and over and over again. Yeah. I, I, I accept that both are possible, but the creative spirit and the evolution of human society and how rapidly it develops when religion becomes a part of it is really interesting to me. Mm. Well, there's also the idea that once a culture has reached the point where it can start developing a religion, it's gotten to the point where it can sustain mm -hmm. itself yeah. in the more survival True. aspect. It's a so chicken it, or egg thing, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Is religion this, the, the cause or the effect? Or, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I, I think it's so interesting that even though we, the two of us have different upbringings and different current beliefs, we kind of are landing on a lot of the same basic ideas that we believe in. Like at the end of the, the discussion, yeah, it's kind sure. of the same. Because I agree that it's very interesting that religions generally across the world have the same core stuff going on. And you could say, like you said, like it could be because it's the same God all over the place being um, perceived in different ways. Or it could be that humans are weak and self-involved mm -hmm. and like coming up with a big. We have the same need. A big dad in the sky. <laughs> we that have the same need for a crutch. Is just yeah. like us, but knows more than we do and loves us so much, you know. So uh, that it's interesting because I, I had this. Um, so a few years back, I used to hang out with a bunch of guys and we would drink bourbon and scotch and we called it the, the BNS society, right? The what? The BNS society. Which like stands as, for? As, as bourbon and scotch. It's, it's it so, creative. For bourbon and scotch. so creative. But it also a little bit sounds like the bullshit society, like <laughs> BS society. <laughs> That's funny. So there was a little bit of that too. Okay. But um, I, I was drinking some bourbon and some scotch in a guy's basement. Wow. And uh, I got into one of these deep philosophical conversations that was really not as deep or philosophical as I thought it was. Well, the bourbon helps yeah, with that. It's, but it's also, you know, typical of me, shallow end. Um, uh, and I, and I was very convinced that I had invented this philosophy Oh, okay. Do share. <clears throat> um, it, and I basically just said, hey, uh, I have learned that this way of living, being Catholic, is something that I'm never going to convince myself rationally is true, the, the, the faith. I'm never going to be able to convince myself rationally that it's true. I wow. it's an, that, that's what an act of faith is. And so what I have decided is that it's it, like... I might as well, I, I know I'm a better person when I follow these rules. Oh, okay. And if I'm wrong in the end, eh, I'm just worm food. But if I'm right, 
then great, great. I did my best. And, yeah. you know, this, you know, the God's going to say, okay, I mean, you, you kind of limped your way in, but good job. <laughs> and I was telling that to a guy who was way smarter than me. He's one of the smartest people I've ever met. And he said, um, oh, you just uh, described Pascal's wager. And I was like, what? What? I don't know what that is. He's like, oh, you, you don't know Pascal's wager? <laughs> like it's, you know, commonplace. I don't well, know. it is, by the way. Is it? Maybe For those of us who don't just swim in this shallow Maybe end. just stupid. <laughs> so I do have this quote. I'm going to read this quote. Oh, This good. is Pascal's wager. And uh, it, it, it's, it's, I think it's a brilliant summary of why you choose to believe in anything. Okay. Especially God. Let us weigh the gain and the loss in wagering that God is. Let us estimate these, these two chances. If you gain, you gain all. If you lose, you lose nothing. Wager then without hesitation that he is. Wow. So it's the idea that just believe because why not? Like what do you what do you have to lose? And Nothing. I, I mean, there's a lot of reasons why you could lose if you just get sucked into a cult that says <laughs> just believe because there's no downside. But <laughs> in the general philosophical sense, when people are really struggling with the the act of faith, I do think that that's a, yes. a um, you, you is a personal. Uh, exercise i think that's useful and yeah and okay but i also got like i thought i was so smart <laughs> and this bastard stole it from me because this dude named pascal who i don't know he's like is he the one with the triangle i don't know he's like maybe like marginally successful back in the 17th century so i think he might be the one with the triangle i think he did a few things okay probably <laughs> Yeah. For him to be quoted still, he's probably pretty important. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> but you we're know recording what? this podcast. We're going to be quoted forever. Forever. And you know what we're not going to do? What? Look it up. That's a good point. <laughs> that's right. But I think that's very- it's the shallow one. Yes. I think that's very interesting because, again, I have kind of the same opinion, but, but opposite, I guess. Not opposite, but like- if I'm right that I shouldn't really be caring that much about organized religion, then great, I just die. If I'm wrong, and the God that people keep telling me about really exists, he's going to, or she, or they, maybe they, God isn't gendered, who can say? Um, they're going to look at my life, a life of me trying my best to be as good of a person as I can possibly be. And if they decide, but you didn't believe in me, so you're going to hell, I didn't want to believe in you anyway. Like, I didn't want to follow you anyway. If you really are the God that everybody's saying that you are, you'll look at me. Be sexier. Acting out <laughs> all of your teachings just without the groveling. And you'll be like, yeah, you're a good person. Go ahead. Come on in. Let's party, you know? Okay. <laughs> so I also feel like at the core, it's just being, be a good fucking person and you're good. Like, why are we caring so much about these tiny minutia? I just feel like it's a lot of noise that a lot of the time distracts and 
misleads people from right. the actual message. Yeah. What is the actual message? I just said it. It's the golden rule. The golden rule. Oh, you never watched Veggie Tales. <laughs> it's I, a it's no, a Veggie Tales reference. I only, I only ever listened to yeah. Veggie you Tales. listened to Veggie Tales. Uh, um, yeah, it's a Veggie Tales episode. He says the golden rule. They didn't invent the golden rule. You know that. I know, right? but it's a it's an episode about the golden ruler, and it's a oh, ruler, no. and it's golden, and it's been stolen, and so he says the golden ruler has been stolen. Anyway, mom would get it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Do unto others. Do unto others as you as would, you would have them do unto do you. It sounds like Jesus. Yeah, it does. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is it's the same idea over and over and over and over across many cultures. Until it gets bastardized and Until then misinterpreted and we have the Inquisition. Yes. And yeah, yes. <laughs> or intifada and like there's or what? plenty what of is that? there's plenty of expressions of religion that go off the rails, right? Yes. Well, and that's when it be- that's when religion I think becomes less religion and more politics. I mean, we all know that the, those are a bad mix. Is it politics or is it just cult? No, I mean, like, when the people in power are gaining more power by twisting religion into their Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Benefit. It's not religion anymore, and it's not really politics. Politics is like oh, okay. talking to the citizenry to get, advance your power over someone else's, but it's still, like, democratic to me. Politics okay. goes out the window when it's dictatorship and cult-style. Yeah. yeah. I guess... It, <laughs> Let's not get into politics because that's I, a different podcast. I just feel like this one's about religion. It's interesting, and this is probably a generational thing that, like, when I say religion or when I say politics, what it is currently is what pops into my head. Oh. But to you, what it is at its core is what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. So when I hear politics, I like immediately get angry. Like I'm mad already. Oh, me too. Just talking about it. Oh, me too. <laughs> oh, you too. Okay. But but again, <laughs> let's not <laughs> let's we not steal future content from. But yeah, yeah. I think it's it's hard to to take away all of the the extra shittiness that humans have added onto all of these things and just strip it all away and look at the core of something and decide whether you agree with it or not. Right. Because so that does still have real life implications. Like, okay, if I say sure. that I'm Catholic, even if I'm acting out Catholicism in a different way than most people would think, like, I feel like when people hear Catholicism, they think like, oh, whoa, you guys are intense and you guys are a little bit culty and you chant in Latin to candlelight <laughs> with incense and hoods. And it's hoods? <laughs> I know. I added, I added that one in. It's a little freebie. <laughs> you, you went, <laughs> that's where, by the way, note that I only called you out when you said hoods. The rest, the of, rest it. of it was accurate. <laughs> it's true. That is. It's like, yeah, I love the Easter Vigil also. It's and then beautiful. you said hoods, and I was like, no. Now you lost me. <laughs> um, yeah, I, it can be standoffish. I, so I'm a convert to Catholicism. Mm-hmm. I, I still don't feel 
I still have like imposter syndrome every time I walk into a Catholic church. Like, am I? You have imposter syndrome when you walk into a Catholic church? Genuflecting properly. Oh, I I think like, that too, though. I, so I, I just worry that everyone's judging me all the mm. time. But that's on me. That's not the. Okay, I don't know about that though. I don't know, think it's fully there may on you. Maybe some people who. I don't think that it's the other people in the church. I don't think it's their fault. But I do think that it's because there is like this, I don't know how I want to phrase this, but like, I don't think you thinking that other Catholics will judge you for doing something wrong is completely out of left field. I think that you have- Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. But, and and there are certainly, <laughs> there are certainly good reasons for some people of the faith to judge me. Or to be judged. Uh, yeah. I'm, Who said that? I'm not. Not me. I'm not here to say that. I didn't say that. Um, I I said that I'm Catholic light. Yeah. I mean, I'm Catholic light because I feel that I have a perspective that where I I don't I do have some concerns about things that the church generally teaches. That I don't think are right. Wow. I don't think it, they're they're, they're um, the right way to present and Christ's teaching. Okay, about... so this was going to be my question. So, you, do you believe that that is like a a failure of the human interpretation of the faith, yes. or do you think it's a failure of the faith itself? No, I think it's a failure of the human interpretation of the faith. I think okay. that there is. I think there's plenty of human failure along the ch- chain. Yeah. Now, I don't think that that's that justifies throwing that chain away. Yeah. I think that there's enough value and 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 that's that the value that is there is critical, but some of the stuff is really damaging and especially in the current culture. So, yeah, like church teaching on homosexuality, I have a big problem with it. Yeah, it's. I think it's interesting that you and mom had we've some we've, children that have challenged mm-hmm. a lot of these things. Yeah, and yeah, I think that you know my personal version of that. I don't think I've ever been fully on board with. Gays are going to hell. It's not that. It's more oh. the, like, again, so so I'm going to start by saying that what the Catholic Church teaches about a lot of things is a lot different than what is said about what the church believes. So when the church talks about homosexuality, they believe, they, they teach homosexual acts. Oh, okay. Are intrinsically disordered and therefore sinful. Okay. That's interesting that you bring this up because when I was going through the process of getting confirmed in the church, Mm -hmm. our priest didn't come to our house, but we did go through like a class. Yep. Um, And one of the sessions of the class was we all gathered in the church basement and Father Jim, our priest, was there. Oh. And we submitted anonymous questions and he just it was like an hour and a half long of him just pulling questions out and answering them and i remember i I was 13 
And I always knew like from a young age that I liked boys and I liked girls, but I knew like I thought that that was how everybody was because I was never confronted with the idea that some people think that I'm an abomination for that. And so when I was 13, I was just getting into like public school. I was just getting into like the internet was kind of becoming available to me. And I was realizing that what I thought was normal isn't everybody's normal. Mm -hmm. And I didn't submit this question, but somebody else did. And it was the question, like, my parents tell me that gay people are wrong and they're going to hell. But it wasn't like, I think I'm gay, but it was like, what do you, like, that's tough for me to swallow. Like, what is the official church teaching on this or something like that? And I remember this still now, which is rare because I don't remember a lot of things at age 13. Right. But Father Jim said, gay people just by being gay aren't going to hell. But if they live with another person as their partner, that's wrong. If they have sex with the same sex, that's wrong because it can never lead to a baby. So it's like a sin because that's not what sex was created for. And he said like all of these things were very middling, mm -hmm. but it's still, I was still unsatisfied with the answer. Like it still felt like, you know, hate the sin, love the sinner, you know, well, you're still calling it a sin though. Right. You know? So it's always yeah. been tough for me. No. And it's tough. It is tough. And I think it's tough because we, like culture evolves on a, like culture evolves on sexuality and sexual practices and sexual norms like across the whole arc of human history and we're learning more and more and more about how that changes like i said i'm like i, I subscribe to archaeology magazine so i get these like interesting stories about ancient cultures and the iconography and stuff like that and what the what science like what they're trying to understand about these different cultures. And I think that we are poorly served by certain translations and interpretations of scripture mm. that have informed us of a position on same sex relationships that are, um, that are, uh, equal loving relationships that I don't think Jesus would have any problem with. Yeah. And I think that a lot of what we um, are, have misinterpreted as sinful things are abuses of power. Oh yeah. And, um, a, a, and a condemnation of what was a very typical relationship back in Jesus's day and scriptural, like when the gospels were being written. And then even prior to that, um, when the Jewish scriptures were being written, like the abuse of, of young people for pleasure was what was being called out. And mm -hmm. that's different than, and I don't, I don't claim that there were, um, that there was a, a, a large population of people with, you know, 
like homosexual people that were abused back then. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I think that that there's a. I don't believe that homosexuality is a um, a choice or a learned thing. I think it's it. There's definitely your brain is telling you who you're attracted to. Yeah. And to to have somebody come in with. Uh, a message from God saying that that's wrong <laughs> seems really wild to me. Very like strange. you're a person too. And you're saying that that seems. Whack. Yeah. And there's never been any actual like real reason that anybody can come up with other than it's an abomination. And the Bible says it's wrong. It's like, okay, but why? Like yeah. don't murder. I understand that one. That one makes sense. Like, don't take you know, life. Don't like, steal. That makes sense. It's not yours. Give it back. But like, it's just love. I don't understand how that can be right. so horrible. And and I think that, I, yeah. And, and the argument that, you know, we've, we've, as humans, we've evolved the message into, adapted the message into, well, the the whole point of love and marriage is to make babies because <laughs> we want to perpetuate the species. Survive. <laughs> I mean, that's a very that that is that is very consistent with evolutionary it's theory. Like the like, basis like, of yes, every we have that drive. Brain. <laughs> right. We've got that animal brain drive. That makes sense. And it makes sense if you believe in a higher power that that whole drive is ordered by that higher power. But we also see a lot of divergent sexual behaviors and a lot of animals. And like, you can't like, there are, I don't even want divergent sounds really horrible. In yeah. that context. <laughs> but there's a lot of, uh, of behaviors that don't follow that instinct to reproduce yeah. in the animal kingdom as well. And there's a reason reproduction feels good in humans. It's to encourage it. Yes. But also even like we make note of animals that start caring about things outside of just reproducing as a marker for higher intelligence. Right. Like when they start caring about members of their family or pack right. or whatever that are dying or sick or, you know, who aren't going to be able to reproduce, but they still care for them. We are like, wow, that's amazing. Like they're more intelligent. Like we're going to start studying this. Like, yeah, it's a marker of a more evolved culture. Yeah. It piques that, our curiosity and we, <laughs> we know that that means something. It's not a monoculture. Like right. there's ability for, diversification and different expressions of life. And I think that's, you know, beautiful. Yeah. And, and science, I, it's science. And I'm, and I'm probably doing a too deep a dive and going to, going to bonk my We're head. We're going to bonk our nogs. I'm going to bonk my head at the bottom of the pool <laughs> by, by bringing up things like um, church teaching on mm -hmm. sexual behavior. Uh, certainly I don't have any kind of, um, education in that other than the things that I personally like whatever I'm not experienced in it but I do have a belief 
And I believe that, um, as you were saying, like when you can see loving relationships, it, it's really hard to put a judgment on that. Yeah. That's, it's a testimony to, I believe that that love comes from somewhere and I'm going to go back to that being made in the image and likeness of God that you, you only catch love between two human beings. If you are connected to to that kind of creative force, that, that initial creator force. Mm -hmm. So it's a little bit, (laughs) <laughs> meta but it's, whatever it's see, this is why i love having these conversations when we have two different like base opinions or identities because we always end up realizing that pretty much everything that we're saying on both sides is kind of the same thing just interpreted through these different lenses right yeah which i think is just really cool it like makes me feel like like especially in 2024 at the beginning of an election year, it feels like we're all just, we all hate each other so much. I hate you. (laughs) I hate you so much. No, but seriously, it's nice to like have these moments where you can sit down. Hey, we voted for the same person in the primary. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we're talking politics now. Stop it. No, stop. Shut it down (laughs) too deep. Yeah. Anyway, it just makes me feel hopeful for the future. I like that. I like feeling hopeful. Yeah. I, um, yeah. I th- feel like we could talk forever about religion in in general because I love talking about um, different human experiences and, and uh, expressions of crazy philosophies about these kinds of things. But I really think in the end it's aliens. Oh. Whole episode, and in the end, it was aliens <laughs> no, the whole time. Not really. I just wanted to bring that up. This episode to, is alien. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the future, we can talk about how religion and aliens, yeah, uh, are related. We can do a live watch of that one aliens show. Which one? What was which it called? One al- no, 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 the one with the weird guy that gets really. Excited. Oh, the guy with the big hair. Yes. Yeah. What is that called? Uh, ancient aliens. Ancient aliens. Yeah. Yes, we could do a live watch of that of one of those. <laughs> But what if the, the temple was really a battery fueling a beacon to the stars? Look at this painting in an ancient Egyptian pyramid. This guy's holding a cell phone. <laughs> no, it was just a Star Trek communicator. Oh, Beam yeah, my me bad. Up. My bad. <laughs> oh. Do you have anything else you'd like to hit on before we wrap it up? over here um well i don't know i mean the last note on my uh sheet was aliens question mark so i think we covered that (laughs) one um no actually there was a full next whole point that we needed to cover oh what is are you ready i'm scared now yeah no uh we we're gonna in the in the next hour no 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 god please (laughs) we would like to summarize the human experience and answer the unanswerable you mean we, the two of us? Yeah, yeah, we're going to do that. Because oh, it's right the now? shallow end. Right now, okay. <laughs> okay, I want to just go back to the beginning. What do you think? In the of- beginning, there no, was no. God. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about 
about the term shallow friends? Oh, I think it's I think it's cute. You think that it's works? A little cringy. Um mm-hmm. but <laughs> Of course it know, is. For the youth. It's a little cringy, but I think it fits. I think we are cringy. We are. This oh, for whole sure. thing is pretty cringy. Um and when I say it out loud, it makes me giggle. So <laughs> I like it. Hello, shallow friends. Shallow friends. <laughs> and you have to pronounce it with the Z. The Z is friends. integral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gotta, it's gotta be it's important. <laughs> really hit that that Z. Influenced. Um, all right. Well, we're gonna wrap up. But what is what 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 are we looking forward to with our next episode? Ooh, you guys are in for a treat. Um, we're gonna have our first guest. We are gonna have our first guest, and she is just a pleasure. She is my favorite person. I'm on the looking planet. forward to meeting her. Actually, <laughs> she's my favorite person on the planet. I love her to death. She's my little sister. She's my bestest friend in the world. She's our super fan, Maggie. Our super fan, fan and friend, and friend, Maggie. And, and, and one of the things that we love most about her is that she has so many thoughts on so many oh things. Oh my gosh! It might be a three-hour episode, <laughs> friends. It's very well could be. I forget what do we know what topic we're doing? I so there was a a very specific topic, but I think we're gonna. I I would like to broaden it a little bit. Okay. And the topic is gonna is because we like religion is a pretty heavy thing to start <laughs> with. We're gonna we're gonna do the topic of pets. So our pet friends, and we have at least two of them in the room with us right now, both of them neurotic as hell. Yeah. But Maggie (laughs) is a perfect person to talk to about pets. um, Yeah. Pet names, pet quirks, pet everything. Yeah, she helped me name um, my boys when I got them. Yeah. Well, she gave Blue Jay his name. Mm -hmm. I came up with Basil. Uh, yeah, don't. Okay, no spoilers. Spoil it. We're Little gonna, teasers. There's but lots no spoilers. of things to talk we'll about. She's it. got, uh, and, and I mean, even the whole concept of what a pet is might be. I'm sure up she for has debate. thoughts on that. <laughs> so, anyway, um, it's past time to be done. I'm seepy. You're seepy? Yeah, talks I'm myself seepy. Not. But we'd like to give another huge shout out to all the people that have listened, have. It, texted us and messaged us about how much they love it and how much they believe that we're going to be a global sensation and we're going to <laughs> do, do tours. We're going to open for Taylor Swift. I'm pretty sure. And... I'm I, I'm pretty happy that we're already in negotiations with our first sponsor our first... in like the first two weeks. It's, it's pretty, pretty good. Cool. It's pretty good. Yeah. So follow along for more. Definitely more bangers coming, and we hope you will be our friends. Our friends forever. Forever. Thanks for listening to The Shallow End. Love you. Bye. Bye.